The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I am so glad that you're joining us today. Today is a little different than some of the previous episodes where we've taken one topic and talked about either Facebook or LinkedIn or how to develop your content. Today, instead, what we're going to do is we're going to look at some of the top social media questions that small businesses ask, and I'm going to try to answer them for you. So if you were with us last week, one of the challenges that I gave you was to ask me those questions and see if you could stump me. And if so, I would see if I could find the answer to it. And if not, we would talk about it on this show today. And I got a lot of responses. So we're just going to dive in. But I want to remind you that um, we're going to be talking about various questions. And some of them have to do with social media content, which is all the things that you post like Um, video and surveys and press releases and blog posts and pictures and music and webinar content. And we're also going to to be talking about social networking itself in uh, what networks to post on, how many times to post, and how to uh, gain more followers and that sort of stuff. So let's dive in with our first question, which is... Is social media important to my business? Uh, the answer is absolutely. And I and there are a couple of things that I want to go over here. And one of the first things that I found was that the, this is a, a really unique statistic is that there's about 24% of small businesses that have actually not used social media for their business. And I thought that was rather high. And so if you're in one of those 24%, I hope that Uh, between today's uh, answers to the questions that a lot of small businesses ask and some of the other topics that we've talked about over the weeks, uh, I'll make you a little more comfortable with using social media so that you'll just dive right in and and maybe get your toes a little wet and start using it to build your business and build your audience and get some more... uh, more sales for your products or services. So there's three key reasons why you want to be on social media for your business. The first is that it's cost effective. Um, It's also growing in popularity and there's a really good opportunity for you to target your customers. And what I want to emphasize is that if your audience is on social media, you should be too. It also provides feedback about your customers, which will help you improve your 
effectiveness on all of your marketing endeavors, whether it's online with your website and social media or offline with your brochures, your interactions with your customers and the like. So um, there are a couple of different things that you can get off of um, social media and and things you should consider as to why it's important for your business. You can actually gain uh, valuable customer insights, whether it's your you find your audience talking about what's important to them and how they can use your products or services or how they are, some of the questions that they have, or actually engaging them in asking them questions about what they want from your products and services. It can also increase your brand awareness and loyalty. Um, you can actually run targeted ads with real-time results, and those ads can be a lot uh, less expensive than if you were to uh, run traditional ads in newspapers and magazines and the such. It also helps to provide that rich customer experience that we've been talking about. It helps them to get to know, like, and trust you so that they want to buy from you and also want to recommend you to others. It will also increase your website traffic and indirectly it will increase your search engine ranking. And it, and you know, social media is also a really good way to find out what your competitors are doing because they're on there as well. And you can go and check out what they're doing. And um, I have this phrase that I like to use uh, and don't take this the wrong way, but I love R&D, which is rob and duplicate. It doesn't mean that you should do do everything that your competitors are doing, but you can look at them and if they're successful at what they're doing, just apply those same principles to what you're doing online and offline. Um, But there's a plethora of information out there about what your competition is doing and you just need to tap into it through social media. And again, it's a, a great way to build uh, networks and get to that know, like, and trust factor that you're always looking for. Um, The next question that I had, and this is one that I have all the time, is do I have to be on every social network? And the simple answer is no. And the reason why I say that is there are over 500 networks out there and more are emerging every day. So if you really wanted to be on every social network, that would be at least a couple of people's full-time job to do that, even if you wanted to. The other thing that you wanna take into consideration when you're looking at social networks is where is your audience? Your audience is not on all 500 networks. So you wanna make sure that you're targeting those specific networks that they're concentrating on. So if your audience is on Facebook, concentrate on Facebook. If it's on LinkedIn, concentrate on LinkedIn. Um, if you're uh, selling your products and services to a millennial audience, you want to be on, you might want to be on Snapchat or Instagram or one of the other networks that targets the millennial audience. You also have to consider how much time you want to devote. And as I said earlier, um, with 500 networks, you're not going to have a whole lot of time to devote to each one. And you don't want to be a jack of all trades, master of none. Um, So you want to really concentrate on those networks where you think you can be most effective. The best way to determine what those networks are is to kind of check them out. And if you don't know what other ones out of the um, five or ten 
most popular networks to look at, you can actually go to a site called noem.com, which is K-N-O-W-E-M.com, and they actually have a listing of over 500 sites, and it's broken down into different categories, so that you can go and just kind of check out what the, the mood is there, who the audience is, what they're talking about, and see if it's an actual fit for your products and services. And again, you just want to start with one or two social networks to get your feet wet, get up to speed, get comfortable with those networks, and then if you want to, you can con- uh, expand from them. The other thing that you need to consider when you're getting on these social networks is that you want to make sure that your username or your social media handle is consistent. You don't want to have a company that does hair sh- haircuts and have um, one username be haircuts are us, another be um, haircut for you, and so on, because what happens is people want to find you, and if you make it difficult to find uh, for them to find you um, across social networks and across the the web itself, then they're going to not be able to follow you. Um, so you want to be able to sh- make sure that you're consistent with all of your usernames. Again, if you go to knowem.com, they can tell you if your username is taken on another network. And if it is, just find one that can be consistent across all social networks and choose that and set up your social profiles that way. So um, the next question that I had is uh, what type of content should I share? And the simple answer to that is content that your audience wants. Um, Different audiences value different types of content. So you really need to be in tune with what your audience is looking for and make sure that you're just um, giving them what they want. So in order to get shared, you need to make sure that your content is informative, it's entertaining, it's educational, or it's inspiring. And so some of the types of content, and we went over this a couple of weeks ago in our Content is King episode. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that, and you'll get a, a, a deeper look at content. Um, but some of the things that you can share are how-tos, um, do some lists that are either fun or serious. Uh, you can uh, give statistics and facts. Uh, people love images, so you can do uh, infographics. You can do regular images. You can do video. Um, ask your audience some questions. Uh, give them inspiring quotes. Talk about your successes and failures. Remember, they want you to be uh, real so that they can get know, like, and trust you. So they can learn from both your successes and failures. You can do some behind the scenes uh, information so that they get a look at how you work and operate. Um, And you can comment on other people's content. What you want to remember is the 30-60-10 rule, which is that 30% of your content is your own, 60% can be curated from others, and 10% is promotional. Once they get to know, like, and trust you, believe me, that 10% 
will um, convert a lot rather than if you were always promoting yourself and and saying bye 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 rather than giving them an opportunity to get to know like and trust you so if you're having a uh, difficulty finding content there's a couple of ways that you can find content and you can go to some industry specific forums and the way that you can find those is in Google you can type in your industry um, plus the plus sign and the word forums and it should give you a a fairly good list of those um, forums that are out there specific to your industry. You can uh, look at the people that you follow on social media and people that are following you and ask some questions and see what some of the topics are that they're talking about. Another good way that you can uh, look for content is to use hashtags. And there's a site called hashtagifyme.me. Um, and where you can, uh, what you can find there is the most popular hashtags and kind of look at some of the articles there to find out um, what is uh, popular and trending and, and uh, conform your content to that. So now moving on to our next question, it's how often should I post? And one of the things that I've discovered about social media, as opposed to some of the other uh, industries or some industries that you're, you have a definite um, pattern of what's right and what's wrong. In social media, it's, it's kind of part art and part science. So the answer to how often I should post is it depends. It depends on your platform. It depends on the followers and audience that you have. It depends on your goals. And um, what we'll do uh, is we'll start talking about how often you should post um, and when you should post when we come back. I have a couple of general rules of thumb for you, and we'll talk about those when we come back. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we had just started talking about the question of how often I should post. And I want to remind you that this is part art and part science. And you kind of have to figure out um, what works best for you. Um, But I do have some rules of thumb, particularly if what you're looking for on social media is uh, to engage your audience. So with Facebook, if you have a small following, which is probably a couple hundred to a couple thousand, um, you want to post uh, once a day. And then if you have several, like five or 10,000 people following you on Facebook, you want to post twice a day. Um, There was a HubSpot survey that shows if you have a small following and post more than once a day, you'll actually have 50% fewer clicks per post. So um, you don't have to go uh, crazy with your Facebook posting. Once a day is fine. Um, and just make sure that when you're posting, that it's relevant to your audience. Um, so, so that's what you the, the rule of thumb for Facebook. For Twitter, um, it's uh, one to five per day. Um, but if you want to generate more total responses, just tweet your heart out. Uh, there is a study that found that even tweeting uh, 50 times a day didn't have any adverse effects on your account and on how many people were interacting with you and all of that sort of stuff. But the question that I have for you um, with regards to Twitter as to whether you do one to five a day or 50 a day is do you want to spend that time crafting 50 uh, tweets per day, which is 350 50 tweets per week um, or do you want to spend it on other marketing related strategies that could drive more uh, profit to your bottom line so it's up to you if you want to do one to five or 50 or however many you want to do um, just just bear in mind that the engage, the rule of thumb is one to five okay so on Instagram and this was really interesting when when I looked at this is it doesn't matter how many times you post on Instagram. There's no fall off if you post a lot or a little. But the thing on Instagram is you need to be consistent. So it, if you are not consistent, you're going to lose some followers. Um, and what consistency means is if you're posting at uh, 15 posts a day or 50 images a day and all of a sudden you go down to one or two a week um, you're probably going to lose some followers because of that because people are really looking forward to seeing what you're posting on LinkedIn which is the last one that we'll go over for uh, for this question uh, once a day is fine so you're looking at about 20 posts per month um, and that that has to do with the fact that it's a professional network you don't want to spam them and that sort of stuff so the other thing that I w- 
in addition to the question of how often I post, I want to make sure that you understand that um, you shouldn't really post the same thing on each network because um, they have different rules and how they they operate and if you're and also if you have an audience that crosses those networks you don't want to bore them with the same repetition so uh, if you are posting the same type of content just vary your post a little bit and uh, just don't copy and paste everything and just make sure that you're following the rules of whatever network you're using Okay, so the next question that I had, which is a follow-up to how often I should post, is when should I post? And again, it's a, it, it's an art science question. Um, it actually depends. So the, the reality is that there's really no single best time to pr- uh, to post. It all depends on the network you're using and when your audience is active. So a lot of times what you need to do is do a little bit of trial and error. And the best way to do that is to start using a scheduler to, uh, to schedule your posts. There's a couple that you can use. There's, there's two that have a pretty good free um, uh, app. Uh, and then you can upgrade to a, pay, a paid version if you want. And those two are Buffer and Social Oomph. And then there's a couple that are are paid that are pretty good, and one is, and the two that I would recommend are Hootsuite and Post Planner. And what you can do is you can schedule out your uh, posts and uh, vary the times. You can schedule out over various networks and and just. Uh, it'll allow you to schedule up to a certain amount of posts either per day or per week or or whatever. But you wanted to start tracking your analytics to see when you're getting the most engagement on each of your networks. So again, vary the time and vary the the days if if you're not posting every day and um, just see what works best for you. So given that, I do have some uh, suggestions as to when you should post. So if you're posting on Facebook, uh, the top day to post is actually Thursday. And the most active time, and I'm not sure how they got to this, but this is really interesting, is 1 p.m. on Thursday. Um, and it's relatively safe to post any t- any day um, between 9 and 9 a.m. and 3 p.m., but you want to avoid early mornings or late nights because these are the least optimal times to post. And the strongest days to post, other than Thursday being the best day to post, are Wednesday through Sunday, um, probably because people are getting ready for the weekend and they have a little bit more time and and uh, they want a little bit of a diversion. So that's what I would recommend for Facebook. On Twitter, um, you want to post uh, Monday through Thursday, which are the strongest days. Again, Thursday is the most recommended day to post. And on Twitter, as opposed to Facebook, which was 1 o'clock on Thursday, noon on Thursday is the best time to and most active time to approach, uh, post each week. And again, it's safe to pro- post any weekday between noon and 3. And late nights are not the best time to to post because most people are either getting ready for work or getting ready for bed. So so kind of stay away from those times if you can, unless that's when your audience is active. Again, it's uh, 
a little bit of art and science when you're coming to an idea of when you're supposed to post. On Instagram, uh, Monday through Friday are the strongest days to post. Mondays are the uh, most engaged, well, you'll get the most engagement out of the week. And 3 p.m. each day is the least optimal time to to post. And, it, and other than that, the safest time to post is any day, Monday through Thursday. And uh, recommended posting times are, and, and this is really interesting, 2 a.m., 8 a.m., and 5 p.m. So if you are looking to get involved or are active in Google+, Monday through Friday are the best days to post. Wednesdays are the most engaging day of the week, and it's 9 a.m. on Wednesdays that are the optimal time to approach. Mornings, evenings, and late nights are the least effective time to post. And um, it looks like nearly any afternoon is a great time to post for, for Google+. On LinkedIn, uh, Tuesdays through Thursdays are the best time to post. And it's noon and 5 p.m. on Tuesday through Thursday for the most optimal times. The least optimal times is every day from 7 p.m. to 6 a.m., which actually makes sense because it's a professional network. So that's when uh, the the network would be most active is probably during business hours. The least optimal posting days are Saturday and Sunday, which makes a whole lot of sense. And it's safe to post from 8 to 5 on weekdays. So uh, LinkedIn makes a lot of sense uh, when it comes to uh, when you should post. Uh, There's a couple of extra things that I just want to mention when you're talking about when you should post. I don't want you to get caught up in the question of when you should post too much. Again, it's, it's more art than science. You just have to find a good time, not only for you, but also for your audience and when they're going to engage with you the most. Um, you want to make sure that you're consistent so that your audience uh, knows to expect that you're going to post either at a certain time or on a certain day each week. And you want to make sure that you're connecting with your audience. So don't post just because it's time to post. Um, Make sure that your information is relevant to your audience and it follows your company and brand personality. Again, the whole idea is to get them to know, like, and trust you. And part of that is in your consistency and making sure that you're connecting with your audience. So, um, After that question, and I thought we would move right into the next, which is how to get more followers. And this is one of those questions that I get an awful lot. And it's, again, it's it's more art than science, but one of the best ways to get more followers is to actually give them a reason to follow you. Again, your goal is to get them to know, like, and trust you. So you kind of need to cut through all that content clutter um, that they are bombarded with every day and stand out. So some of the ways that you can stand out are to be a reputable source of information. You can offer content that they can't get anywhere else. For example, you can set up a Facebook group that they have to join and you only offer certain uh, promotions or certain information to that Facebook group. Um, You can offer uh, 
give them exclusive offers or um, use giveaways and promotions only available on social media to attract followers. Um, you also want to make sure that you're available for your audience so that you're you're there to answer their questions, um, to interact with them, and really just to be human. They don't want to talk to a faceless brand. They want to talk to you and, because it's really you that they're buying those products and services from, and they really need to trust you in order to feel good about that purchase. Uh, one of the things that I want you to remember throughout all of this is you do not want to buy followers. Um, this is one of those things that gets promoted all the time. You can find it on a lot of the um, networks. Hey, give me $5 and I'll get you 500 followers and all that sort of stuff. Um, there's a couple of reasons why you don't want to do that. Number one, they're they're basically fake followers and some of the networks have gotten uh, keen to that so they're looking at whether or not they're interacting with you so they'll be able to um, take away those if if you can't if they can't uh, confirm that they're interacting with you the other is that you want to emphasize quality over quantity you want to interact with them you don't want to um, make them make them feel like they're just a face there. So um, don't get caught up on the number of followers you, you have. Make sure that you're um, looking at the quantity over uh, the quality over the quantity. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the basics to get more followers and how to do it for each of the networks. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. 
Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, uh, we started answering the question of how to get more followers on your social media sites. And uh, I wanted to just go through some of the basics with you and look at each of the networks and give you some, some tips as to what you should do on each of them. So the first thing that I want you to make sure you do, and I've said this before, and it is really important, is fill out your profile completely. Um, it's really important because that's the first thing that people see when they come to your social page or like your Facebook page or your business page or your Twitter and LinkedIn pages. So the more information that you can put in there about who you are and what you do, um, the more likely they are to want to connect with you and follow you. Uh, The other thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that you share a link to your profile via all of your other networks and also through email. You also want to make sure that you put links and widgets on your blog and website and um, and this is one of those and, and this last one is one of those things that some people do and some people uh, just neglect and, and that is to put your social profile links in your email signature so that people can just connect with you and they see it every time they get an email from you. So if you want to get more followers on Facebook, uh, again, you want to make sure that you fill out your profile as completely as possible. That includes the uh, about section, the URL section with where you can put your website or your blog um, address. You want to make sure that you have your profile picture and your cover photo, or now you can put a video on Facebook. You want to make sure that you have a call to action button on on your Facebook page and make sure that if you have a uh, brick and mortar business that your address is there and your hours are posted. You want to make sure that you have your long description and your mission statement, your phone number and your email addresses. And then once you filled out your entire profile, the next thing that you want to do if you're just setting up your uh, Facebook uh, profile page or your business page is to create several updates so that it it, it looks like there's some content on on your page and that if you ask people to follow you, there's actually something there and it's not a blank page. So next, what you want to do on Facebook is you want to invite friends to like your page. Um, but I suggest that you don't invite everyone, just those that you think will will be interested in your page and actually uh, engage with you. Um, You don't have to invite your mother, though you might want to, or your brothers and sisters and cousins and all that sort of stuff. Just those people that will engage with you on your page. Um, Share it with your other networks and your email list, which is a great way to um, contact your customers and others who you're not connected to already on social media to say, hey, um, I just set up my business page on Facebook, connect with us. This is what we're going to talk about, that sort of stuff. Um, and we talked about putting shared and follow buttons on your website. And a fa- actually, you can put a Facebook call to action on your website or blog, which is like or follow or uh, post or share. Um, just put one of those on your on your website or your blog as well. And then the, lo- the last... Um, 
comment that I have for Facebook as far as how to get more followers is you want to spend a little bit of money on Facebook ads. And there's actually an option when you go to create your Facebook ads to get more followers. So you can use that um, to increase your followers on Facebook. So if you're looking at Twitter, um, some of the same principles apply to get more followers as as do on Facebook. So you want to make sure that you fill out your profile as much as possible, which means writing an awesome bio, selecting a couple of uh, keywords and hashtags, adding your website URL and your location, uploading your profile picture and cover photo. And then um, just like we talked about on Facebook, where you want to kind of put in a couple of posts to make sure that it looks like you're actually doing something and it's not a brand new page, um, you want to start your Twitter account with a couple of tweets. So maybe five to 10 original tweets. And um, then you want to share it with your other networks and your email lists and put those follow and share buttons on your website. And um, the way to find account, what you want to do is you want to find people to follow. And if you follow people on Twitter, nine times out of 10, okay, maybe eight times out of 10, um, they'll actually follow you back. So the way that you can do that is you can either go through Twitter and, and use hashtags to find people to follow or influencers in your area that you want to uh, connect with. Or you can sign up for a free tool like Tweepy, which is T-W-E-E-P-I, or Follower Wonk to see lists of followers um in specific niches and and just find them and start following them. Um, you want to optimize the list so that you can kind of, uh, you can sort it by recent activities so that you can see what they're talking about and, and get a general idea if this is one of those people that you want to follow or not. Um, and on Twitter, you can follow up to 100 people a day if you go Beyond that, um, you're at risk in going to Twitter jail or being banned from Twitter for a while. So just keep it under 100 if you're going to do it on a, dail- on a daily basis. Um, you can find relevant hashtags so that you can see who's posting what and what you want to follow at hashtagify.me. Or you can look at um, tagboard.com to find the top posts in Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Google. And you can see who's who's there as well so that you can follow uh, or you can look those people up and follow them on any of those networks. So on LinkedIn, how you get uh, more followers is, again, fill out your profile as as completely as possible and you want to post uh, frequently and we talked about the fact that you just need to post once a week um, to increase awareness. Um, There's a really good uh, application within LinkedIn that you can use which is called LinkedIn Pulse and what that does is you can actually write an article and and publish it through LinkedIn. And that's different than po- uh, posting a status update. And what will happen is once you've published that article, um, it will actually appear at the top of your profile. So it keeps, so when people see your profile, they'll actually see your um, 
your posts and your articles. So that's a, a good way to start building some of that know, like, and trust factor in in the articles that you're publishing. And then one of the things that we talked about last week with uh, LinkedIn was you want to have a business page or, or a company page. And as part of that company page, you can add uh, showcase pages, which showcase some of your uh, products and services. So you want to do that. You want to send an original connection request. Don't send the stand the default one. You want to make sure that you're um, that you're customizing it to that particular person and ask and saying why you want to connect. And then, uh, and this one, this is a little controversial. I'm not sure how how. Uh, if I agree with it or not, but if your goal is to get more followers, you may want to uh, accept requests from everyone. Um, there, my my mentality says yes, that's the best way to get more followers. But my the other side of my brain says, but wait a minute, LinkedIn is one of those places where you're trying to connect with people. And it's about getting to know them and being able to rec- recommend them to others in your network. So um, you got to weigh both of those together to see if that's something that you want to do. Uh, some uh, final comments on this question about how to get more followers. You don't want to be a stalker. We if they don't accept your invitation after the first time, don't try to invite them more than once or one more time. You need to move on. We all know what it's like to be stalked on on some of these sites or, or even in email. Um, you get those messages saying, I haven't heard from you uh, and I wanted to make sure that you read my email and you have no idea who this person is. So just don't be one of those people that stalk. Uh, it, it, it'll get around and, and people will, will not know, like, and trust you. So just don't do that. And also, I want to remind you not to be discouraged. It does take a while for people to find you and and get to know, like, and trust you. Um, it's a process. And you want to remember that above all, that whatever you're doing on social media, you want to remember that it's all about quality over quantity. Uh, You need to make sure that you're building those relationships. And it's in some ways it's about getting all those followers, but it's also engaging them and taking them to the next step of interacting with you and, and hopefully buying from you. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, you can connect with everyone, but one of the questions that I got was, should I connect with everyone? Uh, in my opinion, no, not necessarily, but other people will say yes, ob- absolutely. Um, my reasoning, again, is that you're building a network. So whoever you follow says as much about you as who follows you. So you want to make sure that those connections are important to your network and to you as well, and they reflect well on you. So um, you are allowed to be selective when you're connecting with others on social media. So here's some suggestions as to who to follow. Um, You should follow users that you're really generally interested in hearing from. Um, Some of the influencers that you're trying to build relationships with. Um, Your loyal customers, obviously, and people who engage with you on social media and share your content. Those are the people that you really want to follow and be followed by. And 
you you have to remember that you don't necessarily have to follow people to engage with them. You can always like their tweets or posts or leave comments, um, whether you're following them or not. It's not not that important um, that you follow everybody as that you're uh, providing good, relevant content to others. So one of the next questions that I had was does social media affect your uh, search engine optimization? And the answer is that, yeah, indirectly it does. Um, The search engines don't put a whole lot of weight on social posts and likes, and it's partly because it can be and has been manipulated in the past. But you also have to remember that each of these social networks is its own search engine. So using keywords and hashtags when appropriate are important when you're searching within those networks. And when you're using keywords, you need to remember the story that I I tell quite often uh, of whether you want to be the big fish in a uh, uh, in a small pond actually it's do you want to be a little fish in a big pond or a big fish in a small pond so you want to find those keywords that are relevant that not a whole lot of people are writing about and write about those and with that we are going to go to our last break and we come back i have a couple more questions and some do's and don'ts so stay tuned Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. 
Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. We've gone through a lot of the top social media questions that small businesses ask, and I have an awful lot more that I'd like to go through, but I have one in particular that I'd like to mention, and then I have some uh, basic do's and don'ts for social media for small businesses. So let's get to it. So this is a question that I, I run into quite a bit, and that's, I'm in a boring industry. Do I still need social media? And the answer is yes, absolutely. Because your goal is to reach your target audience where they're paying the most attention. And you want to make sure that you're... Um, and most of the time they are on social media in some form or other and you just have to find the right uh, network and niche to uh, engage them and you want to make sure that you dive in and get familiar with all those other networks that you're interested in joining and I mentioned earlier that you can uh, look into some of them at the website noem.com so some of the ideas for content on this are um, to use your expertise and educate your audience. Um, I have a friend uh, in one of my networking groups and she tells the best uh, story. She's, she's a plumber and she tells the, and my second idea is to tell stories, but she tells the best stories about uh, plumbing fiascos that are entertaining and kind of give you the idea that you should not do this when you consider your plumbing. And one of my favorite is um, people who have tried to stuff uh, at Thanksgiving. She says Thanksgiving is one of their best days of the year because of the crazy things people do with their plumbing um, from trying to uh, flush a turkey down the toilet to putting the whole turkey into the um, the garbage disposal and it getting stuck. Um, she just goes on and on and it's all very entertaining, but she's also educating you about some of the things not to do and also some of the things that you can do before you call a plumber in order to take care of um, some of these uh, interesting tidbits of what can happen with your plumbing. Um, so you want to tell a story. Uh, if you're in a boring industry, video is great. If you can um, show them how to do things or how not to do things within those videos, that would be wonderful. And then another thing that you can do when you're in a boring industry is just start interviewing interesting people that have something that may not necessarily have to do with your industry in particular, but with um, things that are related to your industry. And what I mean by this is I have another friend who is a, a loan officer um, for mortgages and um, mortgages. How many times do you want to hear about a mortgage and what the rate is and all that sort of stuff. But what she's done on her blog is she's actually interviewed people that have something to do with home ownership or a piece of um, what it means to be own to own a home. So like she interviewed a locksmith and why it's important to make sure that your house is secure. She's interviewed a financial planner and they've talked about why it's important to make sure that if you're not looking to buy a house now that you're actually um, planning for it in the future and how to do that and that sort of stuff. So she's not necessarily talking about her industry itself, but she's giving information that's important to those around her. So um, if you are in a boring industry, 
it, there are a lot of ways to engage your audience on social media um, through these, through answering questions, through asking questions, and just being that subject matter expert when it comes to your field so that when they do need a, a, something fixed or they do need whatever you offer to solve one of their problems, they will give you a call. So that's the last question that we're going to go over today, but I do have some social media do's and don'ts that I, I want to quickly go through or at least get through some of these um, with you because they're really important when you're trying to put together your social media strategy. Uh, the first is that you need to know your customers. Uh, you need to know um, how to tailor your social media pages directly to your audience so that you're talking to them and um, concentrating on what's important to them. Um, be active, but don't overdo it. We already talked about that a little bit. Um, as far as posting, there are times when more is not more. Um, you need to make sure that you're posting to uh, effectively communicate with your base and keep them engaged. Um, you want to keep track of the time. Time does matter, so you want to make sure that you're posting at times where um, the, your audience is engaging with you, so make sure that you're checking on your analytics and if you're using a schedule that you're using that scheduler to check and see when people are interacting with you the most. Um, you want to maintain one voice, which means that social media is great for sharing, but you want to make sure that your message is clear and consistent across all of your channels, whether it's your website, whether it's in person or on your social media. You just want to make sure that you're, you're sending the same message. Um, as we learned when we were kids, you want to share. Um, so you just need to keep on sharing. Don't overshare. Um, there are some things that you don't need to share on social media, so keep those to yourself. Um, you want to be original and have a personality. Uh, people, as, as I say all the time, they want to know, like, and trust you. And the way that they do that is to get to know you. So don't, don't be an automaton or someone that is boring because they won't. Uh, continue to follow you. Just have a little bit of originality in there. Um, make sure that you understand the platforms and how they can help you with your business because each one is different and the audiences are different on each of them. Uh, on the don't side, don't neglect your profiles. You need to make sure that they're up to date and that they're filled out as much as possible. And you um, and again, this is kind of controversial, but in my opinion, you shouldn't connect with everyone. Um, it doesn't mean that just because someone follows you, you don't have to follow them back. Um, you don't want to forget to network, which means just as in in real life, you go to networking meetings and, and you're always looking to meet new people to connect with, with your business, you want to make sure that you're making those connections online. So don't just sit back and have people come to you. You can actually, actually actively go after others and, and start following them and commenting with them and communicating with them. Um, don't forget about your privacy settings. That's one thing that's really important on your personal profiles. You have those privacy settings on business profiles. You have the same thing you want to share. If you're going to share something, just remember that it's never actually deleted. So make sure that before you hit that post button or share button, that it's something that you want to share. Um, don't be too spammy. 
Uh, we all know what happens when you spam. So uh, you want to make sure that you're not that. Um, you don't want to ignore comments and you don't want to delete negative comments. People are watching you and how you uh, react to those comments and how you approach them. And that's part of that know, like, and trust you factor that you're trying to build. Um, and, and the last one that I want to share is uh, don't rely on automation. We've talked about setting up uh, the social management tools to schedule your posts and everything, but you want to make sure that there's a human element in there um, and that you don't lose personal touch with, with your customers. So if it looks like you're all, always odd, auto-posting, they're going to lose interest. So you need to make sure that you're interacting with your customers. Occasionally throw in a, a post that you do on the fly and that sort of stuff to make sure that they remember that you are human. So uh, as a recap, when it comes to social media, there is a lot to consider, and I hope you've enjoyed the answers to these questions, and and uh, it's made you a little bit easier about how to use social media. So don't overwhelm yourself by taking on too much too soon, and whatever you do, uh, stay true to yourself and to your business. Your goal as I've always said, is to get people to know, like, and trust you. And that's the only way that you can do it is to stay true to yourself. And this is a process. You want to make sure that you take time and effort to um, to build it. It's not going to happen overnight. And that's, that's it for today. We've made it. I've answered some of your questions. And I do have some extra questions. So if you want them all, just drop me a line at Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. And next week, we're going to talk about small business blogging 101. So if you have any questions regarding that, let me know. Um, otherwise, I will see you next week on the flip side. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. 